welcome to the Sermons Podcast, a ministry of Vienna Assembly of God, located right here in Vienna, Virginia. We're so glad you've joined us today. Hope you enjoy today's sermon. Well, good morning. Happy New Year one more time. I am, I feel like I've been in the presence of the Lord, and we could end right now and say we had a good church service, but the Lord has a word for us, too, and I want to share that with you. Um, we are starting this year with this theme of flourish, and it's a word that the Lord gave me um, back towards the end of 2020 that I felt like it was the direction he wanted us to focus on this year. Um, I took down the banners in our sanctuary yesterday that were for 2020. They said, we, these three remain, faith, hope, and love. And I am so thankful to God for giving us that template to carry us through last year. It was an anchor for me, and it helped us to really focus. And so this coming year, this isn't quite as... Um, established as these three remain, faith, hope, and love, but the idea of flourishing, we're going to just get an introduction, just a taste this morning, and see how much in the scripture really supports this idea and what God has for us this year. So we're going to start with reading a couple of the passages and then dive in, and then I'll have a couple of other scriptures that come in later. The first one is Isaiah 61, 11. It's going to sound familiar because it showed up twice in our readings during Advent. Isaiah 61, verse 11. The sovereign Lord will show his justice to the nations of the world. Everyone will praise him. His righteousness will be like a garden in early spring with plants springing up everywhere. And then John 15, verses 1 through 5, this is Jesus talking, starting at verse 1 in the Gospel of John, chapter 15. I am the true grapevine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit, and he prunes the branches that do bear fruit, so they will produce even more. You have already been pruned and purified by the message I have given you. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine, and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Yes, I am the vine you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. This is the word of the Lord. Father, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for the abundant promises you have given to us of your will towards us to flourish. And I pray that we will receive that today and move forward in that in this new year. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So today I have a single goal, and that is for every one of us 
to be fully convinced that God desires for us to flourish. I believe that your resilience and your capacity have been revealed in this past year. And I also believe that we have some future difficulties to walk through yet. Our posture, our spiritual gaze, our mental attitude are going to impact how we take this walk. (laughs) And if we will hold on to the faith, hope, and love that God strengthened in us in 2020, and if we will believe in the depths of our heart that God is in control and God is good, then we are going to flourish in life. And I'm going to say that one one more time. There's really two things you need to have firmly in your heart about God, that he is in control. The sovereign Lord is what Isaiah 61 said. God is in control and that God is good. He is in control and he is good and we can trust him. So the metaphors for this reality of flourishing They are abundant in the Old and New Testament. We're just getting a taste so far today. um, That passage in Isaiah 61, as it came into our Advent readings, I just found it to be a confirmation for this theme that God has promised to bring justice to the nations of the world, and his righteousness will be like a garden in early spring with plants springing up everywhere. One of the blessings of 2020 was how many people got more into gardening because they had a little more time on their hand. They had time to, they were at their home and they got into getting into the soil and getting into the planting plants and growing either food or flowers or or just, you know, whatever for their yard. I love that song that Rachel led us in that talked about yielding this soil, yielding the soil of our heart and allowing God to break new ground. That idea of gardens springing up everywhere starts right here in the soil of our hearts. I love it. So there is a powerful visual of flourishing in that passage. Now, I want to point out that righteousness and justice are often linked together in the scripture. As God's people, we are clothed in his righteousness, not by our own works, but through grace and faith in the atoning work of Christ. That's what we just celebrated as we took communion together. That righteousness as a quality, as a characteristic of faith, then works itself out into the ways of being in the world. We lay aside our old habits, the old ways of gratifying our sinful desires, and we take on new behaviors of service and humility. The idea of righteousness being like a garden with plants springing up everywhere, what does that mean? 
righteousness and justice, those aren't inanimate objects. They don't exist within um, a, a, a building or a, a dish <laughs> or something like that. They're within people. They're within people. We are the ones who populate this garden of God. Part of flourishing in 2021 is going to be being that living proof of justice and righteousness. Each of us, a thriving plant. And what does that do? What do new plants do to an area? Giving breath to the oppressed, cleansing the air of the suffocating smoke of racism and exploitation. A garden tended by God himself that makes a difference in the world. I want to share a few other examples in the scripture where we can see this metaphor of flourishing. And some of them are plant-related. Some of them are different. But it's all about this reality of God is calling us to flourish. And so I'm just going to rapid fire give you these examples. And I'm sure they're going to come back up as we move through this this year. But one is in 3 John, verse 2. Dear friend, I hope all is well with you and that you are as healthy in body as you are strong in spirit. That covers the whole gamut of flourishing. Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. Psalm 1.3, They are like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit each season. Their leaves never wither, and they prosper in all they do. And Jeremiah picked this up too, Jeremiah 17, 7 through 8. But blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. My friend, please, as we move forward into this January, where there's some dark things predicted, make sure that you have made the Lord your hope and your confidence. Do not get distracted. Don't look at other things. Make the Lord your hope and confidence. And the scripture promises they are like trees planted along a riverbank with roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of drought. Their leaves stay green and they never stop producing fruit. In other words, they flourish. <laughs> I want to encourage you today. God wants you to flourish. You are called to good things as you flourish. It is not just about personal fulfillment or satisfaction. It is the exhilarating life of God at work in us and through us. I envision a flourishing congregation passionately engaged at the edge between darkness and light, living the good news because it's just too good not to. 
God has a garden and he is tending it right here among you. Each of you are sparked and inspired and gifted by God to a mosaic of righteousness. That garden he's building here is meant to bear fruit that is then distributed and given out, spreading the love of God and helping you flourish in every, every area of life. Jesus described this flourishing as a vine and its branches. Jesus himself is the vine, and he invites us to abide in him. We do not work to gain righteousness. We receive it as a free gift, but the work of righteousness, the good works to which each of us are called, they've got to be flowing out of our connection to the vine. Without that connection, without abiding, living in Jesus, that word abide, living in him, we can do nothing. For a vine, flourishing requires nourishment and rest, light and darkness, water and proper soil, protection from wind and extreme temperatures, and the skillful, sharp pruning of the vine dresser. We cannot launch out with only our good intentions. We must remain in the vine in order to flourish. And all of those metaphors of what goes on tending a vine, well, the reality is there are many embodied practices that help us abide. These can include daily scripture reading, prayer, fasting, confession, meditation, etc. And and we will be exploring these and other practices in future conversations about flourishing. Now, some of you may have included spiritual practices in your New Year's resolutions or planning. I want to say something here. I'm intentionally not focusing on that too much today. And there's a couple of reasons for that. One is this. I sincerely believe you are in a growing relationship with God. I believe he is speaking individually to you about some ways that he would like to abide with you in 2021. And I don't need to get in the way of that. (laughs) I am wanting that to happen without my interference, if you could say it that way. Now, I also want to say, as your pastor, I'm here for you. I'm available if you need some support, if you need some resources. I'm available and, and want to be that for you. But at this moment today... I'm not going to just pile you up with, here's the resources I think you need to do, okay? The second thing is this, and maybe only me and my fellow perfectionists struggle with this, but here's the thing. I don't want you to think that if you don't already have your plan figured out for 2021 by this Sunday, that you are somehow behind, (laughs) 
you know, like reading plans with little check boxes. Those are great. But I don't want you to get discouraged if you haven't started yet or if you've already like missed a day or something like that or you can't keep up with whatever your thing was that you're wanting to help you abide in the Lord. That's just one example. In general, though, I don't want you to start out this year with a sense of already being behind. I want us to wash away that way of thinking about this, okay? So we are going to flourish through abiding a peaceful, intentional, and gently paced practice of abiding in Jesus. As much as we are encouraged to keep abiding in the vine, we are also promised that Jesus will never leave us. His presence, his being, his spirit is always with you. You are never alone. Even though the clock struck 12 and the calendar turned a page to a new year, we are not out of the woods with the challenges of 2020. The pandemic rages. The politics rage on. The economy is reeling. Our students and families with children are struggling. Our senior citizens are isolated, sometimes lonely. The problems of addiction, exploitation, and injustice are still here. How is a garden of righteousness going to flourish in the midst of all that? I want you to be real with yourself. Think about the challenges that are ahead for us in this next week, in this next month, this next year. And listen to a couple of passages. I want you to hear the word of the Lord to us in this moment. Deuteronomy 31.8. Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord will personally go ahead of you. He will be with you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. That is a promise for us today, friends. And from the middle of the most famous psalm in the Bible, Psalm 23, verse 4. Even when I walk through the darkest valley or the dark valley of death, I will not be afraid for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. It's not out of anything of ourself that we can say, I'm not afraid. 
It's not if we've gotten enough preparations. Oh, okay, now I'm ready. I'm not afraid. It's not if I have enough intellect to figure out the problem that I can say, oh, okay, now I'm not afraid. It's not if I have enough money put aside in the bank that I can look ahead and say, okay, now I'm not afraid. The reason we can say I am not afraid is because he is close beside us, because he is with us, because he is going ahead of us. We are never going to be abandoned. Our Lord is with us. Yes, we are called and invited to abide in Jesus, but I want you to understand that if one day something happens and you feel like you lost your grip, Jesus has not lost his grip on you. You will never be forsaken. We are in him, and he is going to carry us through this year, and we do not have to be discouraged. We are going to flourish in the middle of the darkest time that we may have ever known. God is calling us to a new walk in him that is one that is flourishing in him as we abide in him and he cares for us. Amen. Amen. It is God's vision for you to flourish in 2021. I say that with confidence. I believe that that God has said that, and that is his will for this church, this congregation, you that are watching today. The challenges can feel discouraging. They can instill fear. The days ahead can look like we are about to walk through that dark valley of death. But God has spoken. And what he has said is that he is here. He is personally ahead of you. He will not abandon you. We abide in him. He abides in us and around us and ahead of us and behind us. He promises himself, himself to us. We are never alone. And that is why we can flourish. That is how we can flourish. This is where we will flourish in the presence of our God. And this is when we will flourish, even in the midst of the darkest valley. We are called to flourish, friends, and I believe God is going to do it in our lives. And the way it's going to happen is as we abide in him, he abides in us. We go forward according to his word, allowing his righteousness, the plants of God, (laughs) to spring up everywhere in our life. And we are going to see a flourishing 2021. I believe it. I believe it's going to happen at your house. I believe that when you log in at work in the morning, 
the presence of God is there. I believe that when you sign in and say hello to your teacher at school, the presence of the Lord is going to be there with you. Those of you that still have to get in a car to go to work, God is going to go there with you. You are going to flourish because we are abiding in him. We are never alone. God is with us and he cares about every part of your life and he is going to help us in 2021. Amen and amen. I want to pray a closing prayer with you, trusting God to help us to embed this in our heart and to believe that he's called us to flourish. Father, you see us. You understand the darkness that can be surrounding us, the obstacles, the challenges, the ways things are that we wish were different, the resources we may feel are lacking. But, Father, you want us to flourish in this and you've given us the key abide in you without you we can do nothing with you nothing is impossible god i pray that you would increase our faith encourage us in our spirit help us to live that life out because the good news is too good not to we love you, Jesus. We want to shine like the stars for you. Help us to flourish in 2021. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen.